0: This is the Hardline Sports Talk with Michael Merlot and John Michael Massiri on the SND podcast channel.
1: That's right. Here we go. Episode 69 of the Hardline Woo-hoo! Sports Talk. I'm Michael Merlo. I've got John Michael Massiri with me. JM, how are you tonight? Mur, it's it's episode 69. I'm doing fantastic. And
0: it kind of fits with the first topic we're going to talk about. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, a uh, big time. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure big Zach time. Wilson's familiar with that number recently.
1: So yes, I'm doing good though. We've got a lot to discuss. Uh, we're going to talk a little football to start off. You know, it's the middle of the summer. Yeah. We're excited with baseball, but we're inching closer to that football season. We're all very excited. So we are going to start there. And yes, this, this Zach Wilson story is, is very, very interesting. So I think everybody's basically heard it by now that, you know, there's a report, there's a rumor. I shouldn't even say report. It's not a report. It's a rumor from his ex-girlfriend that he was sleeping around with his mom's best friend. Now that's your quarterback. Let's start off. How do you feel about your quarterback getting around with a Cougar?
0: I think I've never been more proud in my life. I mean, he is, he's fulfilling every young man's dream. That's that's all he's doing.
1: That's exactly what he's doing. And, you know, the, I don't even know what to call it. I guess the media coverage, the attention this is getting from everybody around the league, around the sports world, even, you know, this isn't a sports story either. This is, you know, a topical story that, you know, maybe other people would know about that don't follow sports. The Jets are getting good media coverage here, in my opinion. The
0: Jets are, like, a national story for the first time in a (laughs) while. Like they are dominating the past two days. The jets have dominated the NFL news.
1: It's not bad news. Like that's the thing. And this is the first time in a very long time outside of like the draft, which sometimes really isn't national news. Like this is the coverage that this is getting. This is good news and his teammates must love it. I mean, they've been joking around this is unbelievable. I think this is one of the best things that happened this offseason to the Jets. Their <laughs> quarterback is. gained the respect of not only every of every, everybody in his locker room, but everybody in the league. First of all, the, the, the opposite, the way this
0: story has gone compared to what his ex-girlfriend thought it was going to go is hilarious. You know, she, mm. somebody called her a homie hopper on Instagram, which, I mean, come on, kind of true. Not kind of, is. It is, it is true. I mean, best friends, you're dating, you're, your best friend is dating your ex. Like, come on. Um, and she just came back at the guy in the comments and said, Oh, he was sleeping around with his mom's best friend. He's the real homie hopper, or whatever. And she expected her. She really thought everybody was going to read that and be like, Oh my God, Zach Wilson is a horrible person. Why would he do that? But no, of course it's the opposite. He just got more praise and made it even better. So, shout out my boy. He's got to be good now.
1: There's no way he's going to be a bad player. He's Either way, I got res- Either way, I got respect for him. But yeah, you're probably right. How do, how are you not a good player after all of this? How do you not turn out to be um, the Jets' next franchise quarterback? The, ri- the Riz Master, the the Milf <laughs> Hunter, Zach Wilson. Is he's a- got it he, unspoken at this point? Yeah. Oh and- yeah. The other thing, what's these Jet quarterbacks? When I mean, we go back to Joe Namath, you know, we, we know Joe Namath was getting around. Yeah. Sanchez was getting around. Donald's getting the mono. Come on, yes. these Jet yeah. quarterbacks, they know what they're doing. They do. But no, Darnold
0: that was that was the opposite. That was a super like embarrassing story. The fact that he got mono and like there was a whatever that that girl fake. It turned out to be fake. The girl said she saw him in the bar and they made out or whatever. But Zach Wilson stuff. First of all, you see his new girlfriend too. I is it, this is his
1: new girlfriend?
0: Yeah. I mean, they're a thing. I gotta
1: say it. I gotta say it. She's his all, old
0: girlfriend. No, this What's one's that? better looking. This one's this one's better looking, I'm telling
1: you. They're both beautiful, but this one, she's got the, the edge. first one was the first one was good looking. And, and by the way, we're, we're forgetting something. And I'm, I'm sure we touched on this when he was drafted, but his mom is smoking hot. Yeah, she's a lunatic, though. That's the only. oh, she, she is. Have on. you seen her on social media? Yes. What, Zach actually had to tell her to, like, chill out. Yeah. Before, Pat Mahomes before should before take even... some notes. Who? Pat Mahomes should take notes from Zach Wilson. Yeah, really? Except, it's you know his mom and not his girlfriend but yes i can't find a picture of the current girlfriend
0: she's like a tiktok superstar i saw her a picture like 12 times
1: whenever i type in zach wilson girlfriend it's the older girl which she's hot don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. i'll find i'll find the the other girlfriend later on but this is an absolutely unbelievable story for the new york jets now there's this guy from barstool that has been like really sniffing around like oh i see that guy yeah And he's, you know, whatever. He's a little too much at this point though. Right. And he says from his gatherings, I don't know how true this is. I don't know how reliable this guy is, but he says that it wasn't like his mom's best friend, but it was a mom in the area that's single and a little younger, but knows Zach's mom that he was actually sleeping around with. So like, you know, how Zach
0: Wilson went to BYU and like, he's a, Mormon. I don't know if he actually it, is a Mormon is or the family. I don't know if he's just went to a Mormon school, but like it doesn't really seem like he's complying with the Mormon rules right now. No, he's not. He's not doing a great job with that, it's, which I, which he's good. I want, I want my quarterback test in the waters. If you know what I mean? He's,
1: he's a dog. He's, he's a, he's a dog. A he's
0: got the dog in him. That's what we're looking for. We're not looking for a pansy as a quarterback we're looking for a dog and he's got uh, that. You, you
1: got that cl- dog. In him. Clearly have that mm-hmm. in Zach Wilson. Clearly have that. Now, if you want to talk about real football, we <laughs> got to see how he does on the field. Again, I'll respect him for the rest of my life, no matter what happens, but he's got to, uh, This uh yeah. is a big year for him. He's got to impress. So we'll, we'll see what happens on the, uh on the football field, but just City one ball? more time. Yeah. Yeah, A round of applause for Zach. I mean, City unbelievable boys, job. City boys on top. Unbelievable job. And uh, speaking of quarterbacks, another uh, quarterback that, you know, he's in the news and we always see him on commercials. Uh, Baker Mayfield has finally been traded from Cleveland and he's now a Panther. Did you see his news conference today. I did not. No, I
0: don't. I don't pay attention too much to Panthers uh, press conferences. <laughs>
1: Yeah, neither do I. But I saw this uh, come up, and he was like, "I saw. Sure don't think the date has been, you know, hasn't been circled on my calendar because they oh, play the Browns Week One. Yeah, I would hope it's circled on your calendar, Baker. It's Week One. You got to be at work that day, so that's number one. You know, it's <laughs> you know a little creepy that like people haven't really talked about.
0: Obviously, Jets traded Darnold away last year, right? And then Week One, Panthers Jets. This year." Browns trade away Baker to the Panthers week one Panthers Browns. So I don't know if the Browns are just going to start trading for, you know, quarterbacks that are going to face their former teams week one, but it's kind of weird.
1: So you're saying like, let's say, let's say the Browns open up against the giants next year. You think that maybe they'll, no, sorry. The Did Panthers I say that open against the giants.
0: Panthers yeah, Daniel, opening against the Giants. Daniel
1: Jones will be a, a, a Panther, yeah. <laughs> they they try to trade for uh, a Yeah, they want the inside scoop on, on their uh, on their Week <laughs> One opponent. It's all about Week One for the Carolina but Panthers.
0: How many? First of all, they have four quarterbacks already, and like, I guess yeah, Donald will be the second string, but then like, Davis Mills is going to be a third stringer. Oh, it's a Davis Mills. Uh, what the hell is Matt Corral? Matt Corral.
1: No, it's, um, what's his name?
0: Why did I say P.J.
1: Walker? No, Matt Corral though, is got drafted by the Panthers. Yeah. I think he's going to be four.
0: Oh my God.
1: PJ Walker's still there. He
0: was going to be a first round pick at one point.
1: I know. How crazy is that? So was, so was the other kid Malik wills Willis. So was he? Yeah, true.
0: You think they're just going to, the Panthers are going to keep taking 2018 quarterbacks. You think like Josh Rosen's next?
1: Yes, absolutely. They'll take a flyer. Maybe a couple of guys get hurt during the season. Yeah. Oh, we need a quarterback. Josh Rosen It's perfect. I will say, I do think
0: that Baker is going to have like a better year than Darnold did. I think he's a better quarterback than Darnold yes. is. But I don't. I, I, my, I, who was that? my brother asked me about this today. I said 20 at like 22 touchdowns, 15 picks is like a realistic expectation for what he'll do.
1: Baker's, listen. And I, I listen. I was number one criticizing him. I did not like him. He had it made for him in yeah. in Cleveland. A great offensive line, solid weapons, great running game, great defense. He had it made for him, and he couldn't win with that. So if he couldn't win with that, he wasn't going to win anywhere. But when you compare him to a guy like Sam Darnold, who I mean, come on, he he's done absolutely nothing. He's been awful. Mm-hmm. Baker's not awful. He's just not number one good. He's not talented enough but he's not awful no he's not terrible i mean and he's he's had a good year
0: and he's dealt with some injuries and stuff like that he at least has some track record he's made to the playoffs so
1: we'll see and you know what's really funny i I feel like pj walker is one of those guys who just finds a way to to start a game each year i am 100 percent confident that pj walker pj walker will start a game for the carolina panthers this year yeah no doubt about it matt corral well matt corral maybe you know I don't even know if they're going to be able to dress him. Can they even, are they going to dress four I quarterbacks? Probably not. Quarterbacks?
0: I don't think so.
1: You really so, think they're
0: going to keep PJ Walker and not, and have corral fourth strength.
1: They're not going to carry four. Qu- that's like unheard of nowadays. I don't think they get, I mean, Walker's on the roster. now. is he, am I crazy? I think, so. yeah, but just, I think
0: he'll be gone. He'll be practice squad, something.
1: PJ Walker always cool. finds himself in the starting lineup. Who's hard knocks this year? Oh, God. It's not a terrible team. I'm I'm pretty sure it's not a terrible team. Is it the team. Titans? No. Hold on. Let me get that out. Hard knocks. 2022. Detroit Lions.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, it's not a horrible team.
1: I thought it wasn't a horrible team. They're not horrible. Come on. They had the They're...
0: second pick in the draft this year, Merlo. They're terrible.
1: You know, this Dan Campbell is buying in more than I've ever seen a coach or even player buy into a franchise. This guy wants nothing more than to win with this franchise.
0: Well, he's got to know how to do it.
1: Did you see what he said the other day? No. He's like, if I could have a pet lion, I would have one. What the hell is wrong with that guy? This, this, something messed up with this guy in the head. And and listen, he's a football coach. You know, he's, he's gotta be a little messed up. Yeah, You gotta
0: have something wrong with you.
1: Right at least to be a good one you have to have something wrong with you but this guy's crazy he's all for I, I i like him you know i thought he was like too much too corny and you know, like a shut up he's not like an idiot but i'm actually becoming a fan of his right.
0: i can see the lions having a decently quick turnaround though because you know they were like one of the worst they were you know we were talking about a, a zero win season for them at one point last year but it seemed like every game they were in it they were just blowing late leads like they weren't getting absolutely blown out every game so
1: you know. No, it really, it really would not shock me. And it's funny that I didn't even remember that they had the second overall pick, but it is funny that they were in such close games all season long. You don't even realize it sometimes that yeah. they almost didn't have a win yeah, <laughs> at, at one point be. last year. So yeah, I think they are going to be a little better this year. And I actually like them to cover the spread of week one against the Eagles. But that's Why just that's the way down. Are you looking way down at the
0: spreads? Road two how do you they're, even know what the spread it's, you, four, it's four and a half oh my god I thought you were just being like joking around being like oh I don't know the spread yet but I think they'll cover and you actually know the spread
1: no they're four and a half point dogs at home against the Eagles I like it Bucket. that spread is gonna change a thousand times uh, yeah it could we'll see but as of wrong right now with you? how did you even see that they, they're up. The lines have been up for like a month now. Yeah, I know guys that have placed bets already on week one right now. They have bets oh, on week one right that's now. That's great. I remember, guys, 1-800-HOPE-NY, 1-877-HOPE-NY if you have a gambling problem. Please. I'm not one of those guys yet. I might be close if I read I mean, Okay. If Detroit stays at four and a half, that's a good, that's a good line. That's a good that's a good mm-hmm. number. Okay. Anyway, well, enough of the problem. Detroit Lions. Um, so ESPN plus came out with an article today, or was that yesterday, July 11th, excuse me, July 11th. And they took, you know, executives, they took uh, coaches and players, and they wanted to rank the top 10 quarterbacks. And there's somebody left off the top 10 that we were talking about before we even started recording, which we both agree. I, I think we both agree that shouldn't have been left off the top 10. We're going to get to him I in a minute. So. We're going to do something know. But we're going to go – let's go through the top ten, okay? I didn't think about it too much because, like, you you know – well, first of all, did you reveal the player? The player is Lamar Jackson. Okay. That's Lamar Jackson was left off the top ten. I was going to, like, tease it, you know, like, who who's left? But all right. So I'm going to give you the top ten, all right? Is that all right? I'll start with ten. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I, no, we're going to – let's
0: – I can't rip off a top ten list off the top of my head right now. I'm
1: no, I'm gonna read you the list. Oh, okay. Yeah, read me the list of the executives, coaches, okay, and players. Sorry. Got it. Don't yell. All right. So number 10, Dak Prescott. <laughs> Do we agree, Dak 10? No, I don't agree. I think Lamar is better than Dak.
0: Why I does agree. Dak we give Dak Prescott a little too much respect? Like, I think he's a good guy and a good quarterback, but let's not act like this guy has accomplished
1: anything. He's He puts up good numbers, right? And he's won games. So you're, don't get me wrong. But it he seems goes like to the he playoffs. always underperforms in the playoffs. Yes. But and he's so all the, Lamar.
0: You know, all the weapons in the world. He's had one of the best offensive lines over the past five years. Like, no. Nah.
1: Lamar is better. Now, than I, I believe that I, – I agree with you. I think Lamar is better than Dak. I do think, though, when we go through this list, you may disagree, but I don't disagree. I think that's it. Like I think Lamar, and I like Lamar. I've, I've gained a lot of respect for Lamar. He's ten. Lamar's ten. I don't think so. Let's keep going. All right, so Deshaun Watson comes in at number nine. I mean, yeah, when it's
0: when he's on the field, yes, but that probably won't but, be for a while.
1: But here's the thing: if Deshaun Watson's on the field, I think he's five. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Before. No, I'm.
0: I'm saying I agree. Like when he's on the field, sure. So I'll give it to him. But we also haven't seen the guy play in a year, two years, and probably won't see him play all year. All right, number eight. We've got Russell Wilson. Yes, Russell Wilson's better than Lamar Jackson.
1: See, that's the one I thought you're going to disagree with. I thought no. you would have Lamar higher than Russell. No,
0: I, I was a little down on Wilson last year, but he's still a better quarterback than
1: Jackson. And I, I agree. I, I think Wilson here is fine at number eight. And people forget he's on the Denver Broncos now. So uh, watch out for that. This one is the one that I think is outrageous right here. Okay, and I don't know how much value they – if it was the same amount of executives, players, and coaches when they did this poll. But this is the one I just cannot get a grip on. Justin Herbert seven.
0: Wait. You're saying he's too low, he's too high. What's your problem?
1: I think he should be higher on this list.
0: Well, yeah. Okay. I was going to say he should. He's definitely, I think he's definitely better than Lamar. But I keep going through the rest of the list. And then
1: I'll, I
0: mean, who's, who's he? Who's ahead of him? Don't tell me Kyler Murray's on this list.
1: No, Kyler Murray is not on this list. All right. Cause
0: he's not a top 10 quarterback.
1: This is the one that, that gets me. And he's a top 10 quarterback. Matthew Stafford. He's a top 10 quarterback, but he ain't sex. He's not sex. Come on. Yeah,
0: it's Justin Herbert over Matt Stafford. But uh, Matt Stafford and Lamar. The guy did just win the Super Bowl and throw like 40 touchdowns. Uh, I'll say Matt Stafford
1: over Lamar. I would say Stafford over Lamar. Yeah. Stafford over Herbert? No. No. Herbert over Stafford. Okay, I think uh, you, Joe Burrow five. Why is Joe Burrow five? I'm putting Herbert over Joe Burrow. Oh, I thought you were going to disagree with that. No, I thought we were going to argue about that. And I, I love me five.
0: I love me some Joe Sheisty, but Joe Burrow over. I mean, uh, Justin Herbert over Joe Burrow. Let's not get too caught. This is what we do in sports a lot, and this is what the media pushes. Yeah, Joe Burrow just went on a Super Bowl run, really nice season. But no, let's not act like. Justin Herbert, it looks like, you know, possibly the next freaking whatever Aaron Rodgers on the, on the football field right now. Like he is unbelievable. Justin Herbert he single-handedly carried that team to possibly go into the playoffs, but his coach is an idiot. And the roster was just hurt and not great. The defense was abysmal. Justin
1: Herbert's a stud. So I would go Herbert five, Burrow six, And Stafford, seven. I think you'd agree with that.
0: Why do I feel like there's somebody missing?
1: Burrow? and uh, Okay, and then the
0: four is is Brady, Rogers, Allen, and Mahomes. Those are the four left? Those are the four left. Okay. So, yeah, go back to the original point. Lamar's ten.
1: Keep going. Lamar would be ten.
0: I want to hear the rest of this list.
1: Okay, so Brady's four. Okay. Josh Allen is three. Yeah. Pat Mahomes is two. Wow. Well, and Aaron I, Rodgers. I actually number one.
0: strongly agree with that four. That's exactly how I put them, but I do think that that will probably change. I think I think most likely at the end it's not a hot take. Most likely at the end of the season Allen's going to be the best quarterback in the league. He's I agree. He's ridiculous. I think it'll be Allen Mahomes Herbert, Rogers, Brady? I mean, we'll see how Rodgers does with no Devontae Adams. I don't think he'll be too phased by it. Um, obviously, he's, he can play with anybody. But, you know, the offense might struggle a little or, or they might change, become a much more run-heavy offense. They're already a pretty decently run-heavy play-action offense. Um, they're not exactly, you know, Rodgers isn't thrown for 5,000 yards every season. But we'll see. I think that, also, the same thing with Mahomes. That's I feel like people, we're not talking about that enough with Mahomes. You know, everybody was talking about Adams leaving, but he just lost Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's obviously he's still got Travis Kelsey, but,
1: you know, his number one receiver is who? Juju? Uh, MVS as well. He's there. Brutal. I could see no, that working, you
0: know, because he runs like a deer MVS.
1: That's 100% true. I'm very interested to see how this goes. And, yeah, he, like you said, he has Kelsey. And they still have, I think, a pretty deep wide receiver core, but nobody is talented as not even close. I still think Mahomes will be, will be fine, he'll be good, but that start he got off to. How are you not scared by that? Right. I and I think
0: that this is this is pretty clearly set, and things don't always obviously go the way they're supposed to, but this is clear pretty clearly setting up to be the Bill's year. Like Josh Allen's gonna win the MVP. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. Like they, you know, the the Chiefs took a little bit of a hit in the, over the off season. The Bills only got stronger, and they they probably should have won that game last year if it wasn't for dumb overtime rules. But it's it's lining up to be the Bills year. They have to be the most bet on team to win the Super Bowl.
1: They're the favorite to win the Super Bowl as yeah. of right now. Um, they're not my team though this year. They
0: were their team your team last year.
1: I know, and they're not my team this year. And watch, they'll they'll win it this year too. Yeah, exactly. I'm not even gonna have any money on them, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna go at the team I really like this year, and they're not gonna win it. I'm like I'm like a year behind, you know, exactly, or year ahead, year ahead, me year, year ahead. I'm picking the team the year before, and they win they win the Super Bowl. Um, I want to go back to this list very very quickly. Um, we we talked about the Showmots, and obviously that's you know that is a big question mark because if Deshaun Watson is playing and he's healthy, um, he's easily in the top five. Yeah. Is there anybody on this list that you think mm, is actually hold on
0: a couple of years ago, easily in the top five, but I think there's a lot of, you know, now that the emergence of Herbert and I think that year when Watson, his last year, I think that was, was that the year Allen broke out? I think that was like Allen's first breakout year, right? Like big breakout year, like stud. Yes. yes yeah, because he broke down sure. his third year and he's going into his fifth year now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't I don't think he's easy. I don't think he's a top five quarterback anymore, Watson. I think he's probably six. I'd take Herbert over Watson. Rogers. Rodgers, Brady, Wilson, uh Rogers, right. Brady, Mahomes, Allen, and Herbert. I'd take them over
1: Watson. All right. So let's say watson had the season he had in houston in 19 last year is he five or are you still taking Herbert? it's tough to
0: judge because i feel like over the past year or two like quarterbacks are putting up these insane numbers now that i don't know how those numbers would look in you know compared to the numbers around the league anymore
1: i like that answer i'm a huge herbert guy yeah. Me, I, to, spoiler you know. alert, I think the Chargers are going to the Super Bowl. Oh, spoiler okay. alert.
0: That don't Big Herbert. Don't Blue Jays the Chargers, though, because that's like the same thing with the Blue Jays. Like, Good talent, like Vlad broke out last year, almost won the MVP, and it was like, all right, they added some more pieces. It looks like they're going to be really good this year. I don't know if the Chargers are ready to take that Super Bowl step. You might be jumping the gun a
1: little early there. You know, I find teams. I find the value. I found the value with the Chargers. I might be early. I I don't Don't, know. We'll see. Don't get obsessed with the sexy pick. I think that you do that a little too much sometimes. I mean, listen,
0: do whatever you got to do. I'm not going to tell you how to think. I'm just saying. Don't get crazy. I
1: I think they're becoming the sexy team. I have a couple of teams, though, especially in the AFC, and we were just talking about them, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I think the Ravens are being completely overlooked. Oh, yeah.
0: They were my you Super Bowl know, pick last year,
1: right? And you brought it up before. The media is obsessed with Joe Burrow. They're now obsessing over the Bengals, and they're forgetting about this team in their division that I think is going to win the division. I think yeah. Baltimore is going to win that division. I think the Bengals can pretty easily not even
0: come in second in this division this year. I really, I think people are now just obsessed with the whole Joe Burrow. You know the 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 run they went on last year, but. I think there was a little bit of luck involved, which of course you need that to, to advance. Not, you know, not no Super Bowl champion or AFC champion has ever gotten there with absolutely no luck, but we'll see how things fare in, in, in this year, because I don't think the Bengals necessarily improved that much. And I think that they got away with some problems with their offensive line last year.
1: And I don't know if they're going to be able to get away with it again this year. They're not. And, and they've made improvements. They've tried to make improvements, but I, I I think the Bengals missed the playoffs. That I said. I said that since the day the season ended. It's and you know me. I wasn't a big fan of the Bengals last year in Burrow. I was not. Yeah, who was going into but, the season?
0: Who was? I mean, obviously, once they started getting, but gone, even during, people.
1: but during their run though, I was like, they're gonna lose. I don't like them. I didn't yeah. want them. I thought that I thought them in the Super Bowl. and We spoke about this. I, I thought them in the Super Bowl was terrible. I didn't want them in there. They still almost won it. They still almost won it, but I mean matchup wise, you know, no, Bengals Rams is not sexier than Chiefs. I Rams. don't I don't think that's a crazy take
0: because look at the AFC. You can make a case that 10 teams in the AFC should make the playoffs. The entire AFC West are playoff contenders. Yep. The South sucks, but the Titans and the Colts are contenders. The entire the AFC
1: North, basically is contenders the, the whole AFC North could be contenders and we don't know how long Watson's going to be out for yet and yeah I mean the Steelers still have a really good defense I'd, and a great coach I'd say the teams that are like obviously
0: every team has a shot and you know I'm out optimistic about my Jets people want to call them the Bengals 2.0 but realistically the teams that like are outside that bubble of like nah they're probably not going to make the playoffs are the Jets I think the Patriots, I mean, they, they really, the team did not improve at all. I think that a horrible off season. And I think they're just not going to be able to catch up with the rest of the league. I think they're going to get their ass kicked a lot this year. Um, I'd say the jets, the Patriots, the Jaguars, the Texans, and then maybe the Steelers or the Browns, probably the Browns because Brissett will most likely be their quarterback all year, but four or five teams, are like, yeah, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. That leaves 11
1: teams for seven spots. It's crazy. And the Dolphins, we didn't speak about the Dolphins. Yeah, this, mm-hmm. does, does Tua take that jump? And with think. Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell, does he become, you know, a quarterback that we uh, start to respect a little more? I I'm think, not even going to say franchise quarterback. I'm not I'm right. going to weird terminology.
0: I mean, do we hate on Tua too much sometimes? Probably But I think that, you know, he might get, he might put up some nice numbers. They might win some games. But, you know, if it comes to a divisional game or they're in the AFC championship and they need Tua to make a big play for them, he's not going to do it. He's, he's just not that kind of quarterback.
1: And I agree with you. He doesn't have the arm strength. He's not um, accurate enough to throw a a deep ball. I'm not a, I'm not a, I was such a big fan of of college. No no longer a big fan.
0: No, I know you were. Can Tyreek Hill shut the hell up? He just spews out a new stupid quote every week. What's the newest one? What did he say? Oh, he said, talking about this Dolphins team versus like the Chiefs, like Super Bowl team, basically, like the prime Chiefs team he was on. He's like, I look around, I see the same explosiveness, like the same kind of guys, like we're just – he's basically saying we're just as good as them. It's like, bro, can you stop trying to like force this down our throats and just – Go play the season. Stop trying to make everybody think that you're on this juggernaut Super Bowl team like you were with the Chiefs. Saying Tua is well, a more accurate
1: quarterback than Pat Mahomes, really? Well, why do we have to sit here and compare those two teams? Exactly. Because no, the only person that's doing that is him. I, nobody looks at the obviously. Nobody looks at the Dolphins and goes, "Oh, this is you know the Chiefs, you know in the making."
0: Yeah. But that's, that's the bizarre thing. You would be like, oh, but guys, come on. It's the, the media is asking him the question. They're trying to push the narrative. Oh, you know, how's this Chiefs te- how's this team compared to the Chiefs? He's saying it on his own podcast. Like, nobody right. is asking him, like, Tyreek, how does this team compare to the Chiefs? He's just purposefully going out on his podcast and being like, oh, yeah, yeah. Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes, too. Uh, yeah, mm, uh, just about the same. You know, he's more accurate. But, like, shut
1: up. Just Tyreek, literally nobody asked. Exactly, <laughs> nobody asked Tyreek. Please just shut up. Couldn't put it any better myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Um, we haven't really spoke about the NFC though. I mean, we're talking about the AFC, and you know, oh, my the NFC. It's a joke. My G-men are sitting over there in the NFC. Going to be a sneaky playoff team, I no, think. No, shut up, please.
0: Honestly, you might have a chance because the NFC sucks.
1: If the schedule is terrible. The schedule is very easy, and the NFC sucks. I don't think they're going to make it. I think they'll be close, though. One quarterback in the NFC, we were talking about Dak, um, you know, to start when we went through the top 10. But there's another quarterback in the NFC East that is getting a lot of attention lately, mm. and that's uh, that's uh Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Is Jalen Hurts going to? Is Jalen what a lot of people are picking him for MVP. That's like a popular bet. That's the most popular bet. There's like two times the amount of bets on Jalen hurts to win MVP um, more than Aaron Rodgers, which is kind of crazy, but whatever. So there was this report from this guy. I don't even know what he is. I don't know if he's a podcaster or if he's an actual reporter, whatever he says he was at Eagles practice the other day. Okay. This is over the weekend. And he says, Jalen hurts looked terrible. He got sacked three times. He threw three interceptions. He had three completions out of, you know, out of 10 passes okay, or 11, whatever the number adds up to. And he said, just looked awful, awful. So this ended up being a, kind of like a fake report. AJ Brown was like, "Bruh, how do you get sacked three times in a seven on seven drill? And everybody <laughs> disputed their report or whatever. So I don't know if this was just a troll, but either way, that was, you know, that got a lot of attention over the weekend. And now we sit here, the Eagles, who have a very good roster, they loaded up, they added A.J. Brown, they have a great offensive line, they have a solid defense. The Eagles can be scary in the NFC if Jalen Hurts takes that next step.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that they're going to – a lot of teams are just going to stack the box and be like, okay, Jalen, beat us with your arm. We're not going to let you beat us with your legs. Uh, you know, the Eagles were the best rushing team in the NFL last year. And, you know, he's set up for success. He's got the best offensive line in football, just about. He's got a number one receiver in A.J. Brown and now a second-year Devontae Smith, who's, you know, supposed to be a stud. And he's got – I mean, I was about to say, and he's got Miles Sanders, but you know, that's you – yeah. Know, no. Mid-Miles Sanders.
1: Um, he doesn't score touchdowns, Miles Sanders. Did you say, He says, don't draft me in fantasy. That's what okay, he said. Thank, I wasn't going to, so. <laughs> Good.
0: <laughs> um Dallas Goddard that the, there's there's your other stud on offense um but listen we laugh you know I, I mean made, I made a little eye roll about the Jalen Hurts MVP stuff but I actually think Jalen Hurts has some potential you know watching him last year he seems like a pretty poised quarterback and he's athletic and he can you know make plays with his feet and he's got a decent arm but um you know you never know we'll we'll see what happens uh it depends how the Eagles you know how they set him up for success—that's that's fifty percent of how a quarterback is successful. Why do you think Josh Allen broke out so well? They put him in a consistent situation with good people around him, and that's where his talent could thrive. So I think Jalen Hurts is a talented quarterback. If they put him in the right spot, I don't know about MVP, but he could he could certainly have a nice year.
1: You getting are you sniffing football? Can you smell it? Can you smell I can. football? And I'm sniffing it a little earlier than usual. Cause I usually, well, your baseball team's playing meaningless games in July. I mean, right, you know, well, <laughs> come on. The, the division's locked up.
0: I think it's the Most all-star likely. break coming up. And then I started thinking about fantasy football and now all of a sudden, boom, then Zach Wilson's out here banging everybody's mom and oh, I'm,
1: I'm ready. Now we have a topic sheet and I didn't write this topic down and I think we should talk about it. And we're going to, okay. we're going to open it up with it with baseball when we come back. But um, I can never get enough of Derek Jeter and A-Rod beef. So when oh. we come back, Derek <laughs> Jeter and A-Rod. 2022, we still got beef. But uh, when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. The SD Podcast channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop
0: culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us
1: at sndpodcasts at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. All right. We are back. Episode 69 of the Hardline Sports Talk. Michael Merlo and John Michael Maseri with you. All right. Let's talk some baseball and we're, we're doing a throwback here. We're, we're throwing it back to, um, <laughs> wow, 20 years ago, I guess. And and 15, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. What was, what, what's, what's so funny over there? Throwing it back. What? Throwing it back on Throw episode sixty nine. That's right, we're throwing it back, all just right. like somebody's mom and Zach no. Wilson. All right, <laughs> sorry. So Derek Jeter's uh, big time documentary, seven part documentary on ESPN is coming out, and ESPN. Listen, we could we could hate on them all they want. They do fantastic job with these fantastic jobs with these thirty for thirties oh, yeah. and these documentaries. So I'm expecting this Jeter documentary, which is called The Captain seven part series. I think it's going to be unbelievable. And I'm very excited to watch it. I'm not even a Yankee fan.
0: Yeah. I mean, if it's anything like their Sunday night baseball broadcast, we're in trouble, but uh, oh I, God. I, I think, I think it'll be very, very good. I mean, this is, you know, the last dance was amazing. So, you know, if this is anything like that, that would be great. Um, And yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm really excited about it. I think a lot of people are because similar to the Michael Jordan thing, Jeter was, you know, he wasn't a super outspoken guy. And, you know, he's obviously extremely successful part of that incredible Yankees dynasty. And, you know, we never really got a lot of inside information and, you know, you don't get the access like you do today with, with sports. So being able to get that behind the scenes and see what he thought of some, you know, some controversies or even just some of his success stories, it's going to be really cool.
1: Well, you know, yeah, exactly. When you have a guy that was already closed off and, don't know much about to really you know dig deep into his career it'll be very interesting uh quick side note quick side note do you think like i thought the last dance was great but it was probably slightly overrated right considering that we didn't have sports at the time it was unbelievable oh yeah we were starving for anything it was really good
0: it was but i agree I mean it wasn't like, it wasn't a 10 out of 10 it was it was very good but it wasn't like holy crap this is the best thing i've ever seen exactly right, i think thanks. it was it was it was a combination of a lot of things obviously like i just said like jordan was you know this was 30 years ago 40 years ago whatever we didn't we didn't really know as much about these bulls teams in depth as we do you know after this you know we didn't get the access there was no twitter like we didn't know what the hell was going on so that was cool. And we were die. We were starving for anything sports related.
1: And we got it. We got, yes. it, you know, during COVID we had nothing. Okay. So Derek Jeter claims that his beef with A-Rod started in 01. He said he was not a true friend when Derek, uh, with excuse me, when Alex Rodriguez um, made some remarks about Jeter and uh, the Esquire in an interview in 2001, I'm guessing it's a paper. Yes. So Arod um, basically said that he was blessed to play for an absolutely stacked New York Yankees team. He said he never had to lead. Rodriguez said he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to lead. He can just go out and play, have fun, hit second. Then he continued. I mean, you go. It, I'm sorry, I can't read the way He's they quoted reading. him. Reading everybody. The, the way sit tight. The way they quoted him, it was not well. So, this is what A Rod said in the article. He said, I mean, you know, hitting second is totally different than hitting third or fourth in a lineup because you go into New York trying to stop Bernie Williams and Paul O'Neill and everybody. You never say, don't let Derek Jeter beat you. That's never your concern.
0: <laughs> I mean, are we surprised? like <laughs> Oh yeah. What was the one thing you remember about Alex Rodriguez's career? You know, he's a real stand-up guy. You know, always said the right <laughs> always said the right thing. Never got himself in trouble. Real humble guy. No, none of that. This is not a surprise at all out of A-Rod. Um and you know A-Rod that, and Jeter were
1: friends though before they yes. got to New York. Right, They were buddy-buddy.
0: Yeah. Um there's actually I bought – I've that SB Nation video about the beef history with them is fantastic. I need to rewatch it to refresh my memory of all the problems that they had. But, yeah, A-Rod just constantly making these stupid comments. And, you know, we're finally going to get a chance to see what, what Jeter thought about it. But this is not a su- surprise at all. I'm It's sure, not a surprise. I mean, they're grown men now. You know, they're they were grown men then, but they're, you know, in their 40s now. I still don't think their relationship is that great. I think once, you no. know, they'll be nice to each other. They'll say nice things about each other in the media, but they're not friends. They're not spending, you know, weekend, you're know, not going to a restaurant together, getting dinner. They're not like that.
1: Well, it's, I think it's interesting. A-Rod's in the documentary. Yeah. So I think that's very interesting. And Jeter's saying, you know, he claimed he was not a true friend. Jeter says, I'm very, very loyal. As a friend, I'm loyal. I just look at it as that. I wouldn't have done it. Right. I think A-Rod probably asked to be in the
0: documentary before they asked him to be. You think so? Knowing A-Rod, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, ESPN loves A-Rod. I was just about to say, going back to that Sunday night baseball thing, that K-Rod is just –
1: it is brutal. <laughs> it I can't watch it. It's so bad. You know what the problem is? And me and you listen to the Michael K. show, and you know I enjoy Michael K. I think he's funny yeah when he's doing his radio show the problem is you can't do an alternate broadcast for baseball because what the hell are you going to talk about exactly it's not like football where you have the manning cast and there's a different view on things and you could talk about different things you're already breaking down the game as a color analyst in a regular baseball game so what are you going to do like what what is what do you you, you...
0: in baseball sure they could maybe open up some things to you about you know, defensive positioning and, and, and pitch types, you know, maybe little stuff like that. But in football, like you were just saying, like, you know, seeing Peyton Manning talk about beating a cover four defense in the middle of the game, is pretty cool. You know, you could really go in depth. There's a lot, there's a lot of things that football fans don't know about football. Football is extremely complicated,
1: but. And by the way, I'm, I'm a Mets fan and I'm blessed that I, you know, we get to listen to Gary, Keith and Ron every, you know, every game during the summer gary keith hernandez and ron Darling are breaking these things down like it's it's a rod and and michael k are not adding anything different a rod just likes to talk about himself yeah and by the way the, the regular broadcast isn't any better either it's terrible yeah it's not great carl Ravitch is not that great I don't mind Eduardo Perez. I don't think he's amazing, but I don't. I, he's not a problem. And yeah. Cone, I I like Cone. I think he's really good on the Yankee broadcast. I don't know how I feel about him on, on the National one though. Yeah. The the production isn't even good either though. Like they oh, were having
0: terrible. they were having problems. Like they switched to a camera. It was zoomed in on like a patch of grass when they were trying to show who was at the plate. And I was like, what the hell's going on? And then you saw them trying to adjust, scrambling. Hold on, that's not the right camera. And it's like all right, people can slip up, but, like, I don't see that on Yes Network.
1: They don't care about baseball. That's the problem. ESPN doesn't care about baseball. That's the main thing. By the way, uh, before we talk about uh, things going on right now, July 27th is the second game of the Subway Series, the first series at Citi Field, and they announced uh, today or yesterday, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, I forgot, they are exclusively – that game is exclusively – on espn now so that was a Hmm. you know yes an smy game no more they stole it a wednesday night and it's now on espn so great for us you know i'm really excited for that are you or that was very very. very, sarcasm right there very very yeah sarcastic yes i agree all right let's uh let's talk about some things going on right now Uh, The New York Mets are currently playing their second game of their three game set in Atlanta. Um, Mm -hmm. This is the second time they're meeting this season. They met in May for a four game series. Now they, uh, they split that one and now the Braves are about to even up the series. Uh, The Braves are about to be a game and a half out of first place. Again, this is a, it's a tight, tight race, Jim. It's, it's tight and it's only going to get tighter
0: pause. Um, If you want me to be brutally honest with you, I think the Braves in the end come away with the division. We'll see how it plays out, but I just think they have, they're they're too talented. I mean, especially like you look at the year Dansby Swanson's having right now. Acuna hasn't even come into full form yet. Travis Darno is an all-star Olsen is, is could pick it up a little. You got guys you know, Ozzie Albies is going to come back. You got guys emerging now. Uh, I didn't even mention Austin Riley. He's having a fantastic season. And now in the rotation, you know, Max Freed is exactly what we thought he was going to be. And this Spencer Strider, dog. I mean, the guy, yeah, he, guy's nasty.
1: He went four and two-thirds tonight. He struck out uh, eight or nine guys. But he's got nasty stuff. If he can, you know, not run that pitch count so high and, and go longer in a game, he's, he's legit. He's right. very, very good. Uh, like you said, Freed, Cy Young picks. Chance. Chance. He yeah, he wins
0: still it. Still a chance. I
1: will
0: I will say this. I think the Mets, obviously the Mets have a extremely uh good chance to win this division. In in perspective. You know, they, they it's about 50-50. But if they don't they're the team that needs to improve more at the deadline. I know the Braves are behind them in the standings, but Braves got off to a slow start. They got the best record in baseball just about, I think, over their past, like, 35 games or something like that. Yeah, and, you know, the Mets, people will say, well, that doesn't really make a lot of sense because you got DeGrom coming back. He hasn't played yet. But you could say it yourself. I think we're starting to see some flaws in the Mets, especially in their lineup. I think that they need to go out and add a bat, a, 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 an impact bat at the deadline. And I think the bullpen needs to be addressed.
1: So, Well, Sandy, Sandy Alderson made a, made a comment today, um, two comments today, actually, on a podcast I was listening to, and he had said, if you take a lot, and he, I, I've never heard him, and maybe it's because he's in a new position, he's president, he's not GM, I've never heard him attack a position the way he attacked it, he said, take Alonzo out of, you know, whenever he DHs, take his numbers out of that, if you take all the DHs numbers, They have a 555 OPS out of their DH spot. Eduardo Escobar has been a problem at third base. And they get nothing out of catcher, which is fine if you have your third baseman and your DH hitting, you know, I'm not even Don't even give me above average. Give me average. Give me seven, you know, a 750 OPS out of those those spots. And you're in a much different position. So I agree with you. The Mets need a legit uh, designated hitter. Uh, They could even use another bench bat. And you know we were. I was just telling you before. I think David Robertson's going to be a Met in a few weeks. Possibly Seth a catcher. Fu- no, you don't think so. No, I don't think they're going to. You don't I, think I they really say, don't. "Hey, we want David Robertson and Wilson Contreras." You want to? You want to trade Francisco Alvarez for a rental? Mm, no. Okay. It's probably what it would cost. Listen, if you could get it for much. anything, I think if you could get anything less for brett Beatty or francisco alvarez do it or matthew allen sorry he's another pitching prospect one of their one of their only top pitching prospects if you could do it without those three guys do it i don't know i would do i feel like anybody but alvarez if you could get
0: david robertson and contreras in a a year where you you really want to go for it
1: then why not you know know. there's been a lot of negativity around the mets the past month and two weeks okay And the reason is they went 500, went a game above 500 in June. And they've played, you know, I think a little bit over 500 in July, whatever. They played a very difficult schedule in June. I would have signed up for 500. They are getting this negative attention, A, because the Yankees don't lose across town. And B, the main reason is because the Atlanta Braves went on an exactly. incredible run in June and July and are now, you know, a game and a half back. That's the reason why. Yeah. But take those, take the Braves out of it for a second. Let, let me ask you, if you, if I told you on July 13th, the New York Mets would be 20 games over 500 and in first place without Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer for two months, you would have said, holy crap, how'd yeah. they do that? It's a 10 out of 10
0: literally a 10 out of 10 of course yeah. and the same thing would happen with the yankees you know you saw what happened over the weekend they, they blow the last two games against boston split the series they got a 14 game lead there was still some negativity so now imagine that even the division you know they're tied for first the yankees and the red sox would so be a huge deal a lot of negativity so you're right it's just it's just a circumstantial thing um the mets are doing a fantastic job with the situation that they're in i think you know they've, they've built a very nice roster obviously um, And some guys still aren't even performing. Can you imagine if the Mets were, let's say, hovering around 500? Let's say the Mets were in the Phillies position right now. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the negativity there would be around Buck Walter? And I think the biggest story of them all right now would be, holy crap, look at our $340 million shortstop and then look across the into the American League Andres Jimenez is on the All-Star roster having a better season than Lindor but guess what winning makes that stuff go away so yeah. the Mets are in a good spot yeah some things d- didn't go perfect for them should they have you know if they if they could go back it's still too early obviously if you could go back and undo that trade they're probably still saying no you know to undo it because who the hell knows how Jimenez is going to end up and Lindor could still, you know, return to his old form. That's something I hate to bounce around. That's something I wanted to talk to you about off air, on air, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I kind of think this is
1: Lindor. Yeah. I think like, I don't think it's getting much better than this. You know what's funny? I remember when they made the trade and people were like, "Well, what is he? Is he 2020 Lindor? Is he that guy that he was in the second half of 2019, which was 2020 Lindor around a 750 OPS?" Right. Probably is. Right? That's, I mean, he's probably He has him.
0: not had a great offensive season since 2019.
1: And no. you look you know, so it looks- he's having He's having a good – he's having a solid season. Oh, year.
0: yeah. He's 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 in a, a slightly above-average offensive shortstop, and he's a great defender. So, yeah, he's he's still a valuable player. He's not $34 million a year, but it's not like he's a detriment to the team right now. Um, but, you know, I just want to run some numbers by it. He's got 100 – his career OPS plus, 115. His OPS plus this year, 112. Actually, I was literally about to say that because I'm on his
1: baseball reference page. Yeah.
0: And I think that he was a little overrated coming in to the Mets because remember when they traded for him? And I remember hearing from so many Mets fans, oh, Lindor's top 10 player in baseball. I'm like, whoa, where the hell did that come from? Maybe right. like peak 2018, 2017, maybe he was a top player in baseball because his defense was so good and he put up, he hit 38 homers and had an 850 OPS. But the guy is not, you know, going into his Mets career was not a top 10 player in baseball no team was going up against francisco Lindor and fearing him the way they they fear the mike trouts of the world and the juan Sotos and guys like that it's not the
1: same thing no not at all and and listen i when they signed him to that contract i was like yes thank god they locked him up because i didn't want to deal with it all season all yeah. season long oh my god is he going to come back does he like it here I didn't want to deal with that. So I was happy when they signed him. But at the end of the day, it was the wrong move because you bid against yourself. Right. And they, they didn't gave have him to do it. so much more money than he probably would have gotten in the open market. I, I remember the first offer they made to him was 10 years, $280 million. That's what they thought he was worth, $28 million a year. They ended up going six more. Listen, that's not that, my money. That was Steve Cohen. First time, you know, first offseason with the Mets, just
0: bought the team, wanted to prove to everybody that he's got the money and, you know, he's willing to spend it on like the previous owners. And it obviously got Mets fans very excited. But looking back, was that the most responsible move at the time? No.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I'm looking at these. There were a couple of pitches that I was freaking out about while we were about to go on before when uh, Matt Olson t- uh, gave up, when Peterson gave up the go-ahead two-run shot to Olson. Yeah, there were two strikeout calls missed on the batter before, and I'm I'm looking at it now, just absolutely brutal. Marseille with um, me. Uh, you know what though? That's it's um, baseball. It's baseball. That's it, baseball. It yeah. Woo!
0: More that's random baseball. More random BS. That's baseball. So if the Mets are in the World Series, Game Seven, three-two count, tying run on third base, boom. Umpire punches out Pete Alonso on a ball six inches off the plate. Oh, you know, that's baseball. That's
1: baseball. That's yeah. baseball, Susan. Uh, <laughs> so the Mets they lose this game. i quick, quick turnaround. They'll play 1220 tomorrow. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Listen, the Mets are gonna add bullpen pieces. They're gonna add uh they're gonna add a bat. You talk about the Braves, you said it before. The hell do the Braves need to add a bench piece, another arm in the bullpen, maybe? They need. They don't need anything. That's the scary part. They don't need anything right now.
0: I mean, Michael, you know, an injury. You think about it. They traded away uh, Pache, Pache, whatever the hell you say his name. He's been one of the worst players in uh, offensive players in baseball. He's horrible for the A's. And uh, you know, they they get Matt Olson in that deal. And then, hey, guess what? We need a center fielder. Let's call up this Michael Harris kid, who looks like he's a stud. I mean, things things are nice in Atlanta.
1: Yeah, no, they're they're an unbelievable organization as well. They just pump out uh, really, really good players, and uh, their development's been great. And they traded, you know, they trade, like you said, they trade Pache. They traded this kid Waters, Walters, Waters. Yeah, he was was a a top prospect as well. Yeah, for a draft pick, didn't
0: even know that was a thing. I didn't know you could do that in baseball.
1: It's it's apparently you know those draft picks they give you as like compensation. Yeah. You could trade those. You can't trade, like, actual picks. So, they traded for the picks. So, then, what was that? Who did
0: the Royals lose in the offseason that got a compensation pick for?
1: Solaire, they traded. No, they they lost Solaire. Solaire signed. Oh, no, no, they they traded him to the Braves last year. Yes. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading it wrong. I I don't know. No, I think you're right because I
0: think it's like the 35th pick and it's a first round pick. I know
1: for a fact it's the 35th pick.
0: So it's a compensation pick, but.
1: Yeah, that's – I'm going to find it right now. Hold on. Rays beat the Red Sox.
0: Aaron Hicks has a right shin contusion. Doesn't sound good.
1: He's fine. Just, you know, put some ice on. He's good.
0: As he's like turning his season around, of course. He's fine.
1: He'll play tomorrow. Yeah, Drew Waters. It was for the 35th pick. Look at baseball. The the 35th pick was tradable because it's a competitive balance round pick. Okay. Given annually to small market teams and low revenue teams. Yeah. L. Mm -hmm. Don't just spend some money. Um, Okay. Speaking of spending money, the Yankees and the Red Sox spend a ton of money and they played over the weekend and you were kind of touching on it before the Yankees started off the series very well. They took the first two. It looked like they were going to walk through there and um, sweep them or at least take three out of four. And they did not. They lose the last two. Um, What was your thoughts on the weekend?
0: Honestly, not much. I mean, we saw, you know, we saw them collapse both games, um, especially the Sunday night game that they really fell apart, brought Chapman in. Tyone pitched like crap. They brought Chapman in. He didn't pitch well. Then they brought Castro in. He didn't pitch well. Um, I mean, yeah, this is a good Red Sox team. Obviously on the road, it, it's always a playoff type environment in Boston, you know, for Yankees, Red Sox. So I think still, it's still a positive the series, or at least neutral. I don't think the series was, can be looked at as a negative. You know, there's still things to iron out, and it shows that this team isn't perfect. And you know, they're gonna—they're not gonna just walk through and make it to the World Series. Um, but I still think you know, playoff series against this team against Boston, our best against their best. I don't—I'm not too concerned as much as I would be going up against the Astros uh, yeah, I'm not too thrown off from the series.
1: You shouldn't be, uh, again, playing meaningless games. And, uh, in July must be nice when you have the division wrapped wrapped up. Uh, the one thing I think should be kind of like on Yankee fans mind, and this could be like, you know, first world problems, I guess, but for that one seed, you don't want to lose that one seed. You want that on field advantage, you know, against the, against the Strohs. That's really the only thing. You know, win-loss-wise, Yankee fans should be keeping an eye on them.
0: I think the biggest concern coming from this series is just Garrett Cole's ability to pitch against the Red Sox.
1: It's unbelievable.
0: You know, if it comes to a – if we're in a series against them in the playoffs and it's it's winner go home and Garrett Cole's on the mound, then I'm a little concerned because Rafael Devers has his number and, you know, he pitched against them in the wild card last year. Bogarts took him deep. He didn't pitch very well. Um, you know, Devers has his number, like I said –
1: at home yeah. this year, he didn't pitch well yeah. against them.
0: He doesn't have a great track record, and that's you know Cole just went out tonight against the Reds, seven innings, four hits, no runs, eleven strikeouts. Like the guy's obviously a fantastic pitcher, but you want to see him, you you know, have more of those games against good lineups. Obviously, their good lineups are going to do a little bit more damage. That's just how the game is. But I want I, I'm waiting for one of those Cole. Versus the Astros last year starts. You know, they got he threw a complete game shutout. That was fantastic. Um, I'd like to see one of those starts. He pitched well against the Rays, but the Rays are kind of starting to, you know, be like they really oh, aren't good off. They, they really suck. are not
1: good offensively.
0: No. Nah, they just beat the they- Red Sox, like I said, but they're coming off a series sweep. They got swept from the Cincinnati Reds.
1: Yes. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Which is um that was funny. You gonna know, shut the off. ringer off? Holy crap! I don't know why I'm like, like the Apple Store in there. I know. I I don't want to hit the mute button. It's been on the whole time. I don't want to hit the mute button and then I don't hear you and then I lose you for like ten seconds. Mm. I don't that, think that's I my ever.
0: Wait. So is that coming from the computer or from your phone? Computer. Oh okay. I was gonna say I don't think I've had my ringer on on my phone in like five years.
1: When I'm expecting a call. I put it on, but other than that, I don't put it on. Um, anyway, do you think the Yankees need another starter? I mean, you know, listen, Tyone,
0: yeah, probably.
1: Tyone has not looked good. Um, I think an 8.57 ERA in his last four starts. I, I would agree with you, but I don't think they need a Luis Castillo. And, right. and by the way, I don't think they're getting a Luis Castillo because he's going to go for a lot. And I don't think the Yankees are going to be willing to pay the price prospect wise for yeah. that.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think they need to go out and get uh, Luis Castillo. I think if they just get a bottom of the rotation guy to, you know, provide a safety net, net, add some depth, uh, you know, maybe Matt Blake could work his magic, turn him, you know, into a a better starter than he already is, whoever they do get. I don't think that's a terrible idea, but we'll see if it's even necessary because now you have uh, Domingo Herman coming back, so we'll see how he looks.
1: That's right. Dem- oh Wow. I forgot about him. Holy crap. Yeah. Everybody did, honestly. Domingo Armand. How's uh, Luis Hill's out for the year? And who's yeah. the other one? Debbie Garcia. Debbie Garcia. He's been terrible, right? Yeah,
0: he's horrible.
1: Yeah. They got, he's done, right? But for the most part, I mean, not done, but it's not looking good. Not looking good. Yeah. Um, anything else in Yankee land? I keep seeing Andrew Benatendi. I know that's your favorite player of all time non-Yankee and non-Freddie Freeman. How are we feeling no. about the the possibility of – this is all I see when it comes to trade talks. Andrew Penatendi on the New York Yankees, August 2nd. Get it done, Yankees.
0: You know, I don't hate it. Just, you know, especially now we'll see what happens with, with Hicks. Um, Gallo, I really don't think is going to be on this team come playoff time. Could be wrong. But uh, – what the hell
1: are you what are you kicking back? Yeah, now I'm kicking back. I hold the microphone a little bit in my hand. Okay. You see Put the tan lines? See how you see how, my feet are up. You see how bad the tan lines are? Yeah, the tan line's bad. No, 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 look.
0: Oh, Holy oh crap.
1: Oh my god.
0: You look That's like a crazy. Jesus, you look like a black and white cookie.
1: My arms and my face though are so dark, and I it looks so nice. Oh my god.
0: You gotta just roll the sleeves up.
1: Maybe I'll just take the shirt off at work.
0: Yeah, there you go. I'll give everybody a shout. That might not be good show. though.
1: There's a camp there, and it wouldn't probably wouldn't go over well. Yeah, you might. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, never mind. Take that. You know. Keep that shirt on. Um, ben attendee. Ben attendee. But yeah, yeah, Ben attendee. On, get it Um
0: done. I I think you know he, he, even if he isn't a starting outfielder come playoff time with the death lineup and whatever the hell they put out there, it's not a bad idea to have a fourth outfielder like him.
1: Not at all. I don't think he I don't I don't think you're trading for him as, as the idea of a fourth outfielder. You would think he's an who everyday would, player. Who would your outfield be? what's your death line? Of, if it's line game
0: of? if it's game 1 of the ALDS or whatever, I think they put out Judge in center, Stanton in left or right and then either Hicks or now they're playing Carpenter in right field. And, I mean, if he continues to hit this way the whole season, you can't not put Carpenter in the lineup game one. I think
1: I think it's Ben Attendee.
0: I think the Yankees should be looking more. I don't know who's out there, but they should be looking more at replacing IKF. I think Oswald Peraza could be a nice option to call him up, see how he does. He's, he's a, a big prospect for them. He's ready. He's in AAA. It's not like, you know, this is like a reach to pull him up. Volpe would be a reach. He's going to come up next year or the year after, probably next year. Um, yeah, I mean, IKF is – his defense has not been great. He has zero power. The guy's had no homers. And he's got a six – he's a below-average offensive shortstop. So, why not look to replace him?
1: And offensively, with shortstop, to be below average, you have to be pretty bad. His shortstop has not been a great position offensively this season. Yeah, I agree with you. And I've had Yankee fans actually argue with me. I'm like, "IKF sucks. And they're like, no, he doesn't. I'm like, yes, he does. Just because he's batting 270. Yes. Okay. That's pretty good. Doesn't matter. All right. Let me ask you a
0: question because I, I talk to the same people or hear the same things that you do about, oh, he makes contact and this and that. Yes, he makes contact. And I don't want a bunch of Joey Gallo's swinger, you know, th- three true outcomes, home run or nothing guys um, in my lineup. I don't want to have to bank on the home run all the time. But when has IKF like come up in a big spot and gotten that big hit to drive in a couple runs, you know, tie game or whatever, it doesn't happen. Yeah. He'll move a runner over or he'll, he'll hit a nice little single get himself on base, but He's not making a big impact offensively at all. No. So, where are we getting this from?
1: No, you're not. And it's just he's some people don't. 314. It's a problem. And by the way, let's say the Yankees and the Yankees have a great lineup, but let's say the Yankees lineup one through eight was just horrid. I mean, you had you were not worried about anybody in the lineup every day, right? Yeah. IKF's fine batting ninth, whatever. Yeah, speed moves guys over. Two seventy batting average. I don't care. Fine, but right now, you know, so I know Hicks is heating up, so I'm not even going to throw Hicks in there. But when you have, you know, a lineup that has Joey Gallo possibly in there, and Donaldson was struggling a little bit. He, he's looked better the past few days though. He was like on like a hate list, and he just immediately flipped off that hate list. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. with the Yankee fans, <laughs> he had a yeah. nice weekend.
0: It's amazing what playing well will do for you
1: Right, and and, you know, the catching situation You know, when Higash Yoga's in there You can't really have a guy like IKF At the bottom there When you have already a couple of outs No, you can't And
0: and like I said, if he was a defensive wizard Then you can put up with it But his defense has not been good
1: Yes, 100% The the defense, and I've heard that, defense matters My defense does matter He's not a good defender
0: It's it's the most important defensive position on the field
1: you know, you know, crazy people. All right. We've got the All Star game coming up, JM, and that is uh, a week from what is it, the 19th, July 19th? A week from a week from well, the All Star game is a
0: week. Yeah. The All Star game is the 19th. The Derby, which is, I think, what I and most people look most forward to, is the 18th.
1: Yes, it is. You want to start with the Derby? You want to start with the Derby? Oh, the Derby. Let's go chronological order. All right. So the Derby is Monday, the 18th. We've already got uh, five contestants. We've got Albert Pujols of the Cardinals, Please. which, uh, you know, you listen, they already threw him in the all-star game, but Rob Manfred said, no, 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 we need to yeah. give him another thing. So let's put him in the home run Derby. What a senior yeah. citizen in the home run Derby. So, all right. Pujols is in there. whoop de doo We've got Ronald Acuna Jr. He's going to be in it. Very exciting. Uh, Kyle Schwarber. Is in it and he leads the NL in home runs. He's at twenty eight. He went on a torrid stretch in June. He's continuing it, continuing in it in July. You also have Juan Soto, who had a nice Derby last year. He's in it. I, I forget who beat him, but he went on a crazy tear With last Salvador year. Salvador Perez. That's who. That's who knocked him out. Maybe I might be. I might be right. It might be Salvi. Because I, when we were watching it, I was like, I do not want Pete to have to face Soto. I think right. Soto will probably win, and then he lost. Right. And the last guy is Pete Alonso. Pete Alonzo is going for three straight. The first player to ever win three straight in home run
0: Three more spots, and I'm praying that Stanton takes one of them because he flirted with it, and it makes sense. I mean, he he's a West Coast guy. Remember, he that was like a big thing that he was going to be a Dodger when the Marlins were talking about trading him.
1: I remember the remember he had, they had a trade for the Giants done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it. it was the
0: he... those are the Cardinals. wasn't the Giants. Oh, was it the Was
1: it the Cardinals? I think so. It was one of those two teams. Yeah. Um,
0: but I really hope he does it. I mean, this this is already did you say you great said Schwar- field. you said Schwarber?
1: Yeah, it's a really yeah. great field. It's already. a really nice
0: field. It's that pool holes. Just get pools out of it like why is pools in it? I
1: mm-hmm. love
0: Albert Pools. You've had a great career, but like I don't want to see a 40 year old man who can barely jog around the bases without, you know. Going into cardiac arrest. Wow. Playing the Armour Derby. Watch, he'll hit like 30 bombs first round.
1: First round, he'll go off. He'll prove yeah. everybody wrong. He'll yeah. beat Pete in the first round and that'll be it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see Stanton in there. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else I'd want to see. Shohei was terrible last season. Yeah. I probably wouldn't want to see him again. I want to, you know, who I saw, I, I saw someone mention on Twitter. Buxton would be yes. kind of cool right yeah I'd, i would i would enjoy seeing byron buxton who else he's got a lot of pop i mean if alvarez wasn't hurt i'd love yeah. to see Jordan alvarez but he's got the hand hand injury austin riley that day he's not in the home run derby i mean the uh the all-star game and that is like it's actually comical yeah, yeah. The, the kind of year that guy's having holy crap
0: is he oh good. my god Talk about wish a guy was healthy. I would die to see Bryce Harper in the Home Run Derby. You might say no because you're a little angry Mets fan, but
1: that would have sick. we We've seen Bryce Harper in the Home Run Derby now. No, I know, but it's been a little while. Yeah, he's good. Bryce is good. He could keep it. We already got enough Phillies in there. It's disgusting already. Aww. Who else would you want to say? I'm trying to think of names. I'd like to see Judge again, but, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That would be cool. Maybe Devers. Devers, if uh, Cole was pitching him, that would be cool.
0: Yes. um, Tatis hurt.
1: He can't. He's hurt.
0: Has he done it? He'll never do it because he'll, like, pop his shoulder out.
1: He'll find a way to hurt himself. Yeah. It'll be in a stupid, stupid way.
0: Vlad was in it last year or two years Vlad ago? Vlad was
1: in it. He was bad. Yeah. Stamina, you know?
0: Yeah. Fat
1: ass. I'm a big guy. I could say that.
0: Oh, okay. I got a little question for you. Oh, God. Do you think that Vladimir Guerrero will, like, Because you look at the year he's having right now. And I know, you know, he had a fantastic year last year and you see the raw talent. But do you think he will eventually go down the career path of being a Miguel Cabrera, Albert Pujols type where he's just consistently like an MVP candidate, insane hitter? Or do you think he'll have his little ups and downs, a little more inconsistency over his career?
1: Can I get back to you in two seconds? Sure. Sure. I just want to check something really quickly. It's a very good question. I mean, Pujols came into the league and just dominated at at 21 years old. He was. Well, he was really like 30, probably. We really don't know how old he was. How old is he now, then? If he's 40, they say he's 42 now. I think he's about like 68. Yeah.
0: No, he he looks 50. He's got to be 50.
1: So, I mean, I guess when you're talking about a first ballot Hall of Famer, I mean, both of these guys are first ballot Hall of Famers. Uh, yeah, I could see it. Maybe more on the level of, of Cabrera, because I would put Pujols ahead of uh, Cabrera, Kay. I think.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No. I think. I think? I think it's the same thing, just like, you know, we saw with Bryce Harper early in his career. We saw the talent, and, you know, he was a little up and down. He had his MVP year, then he had a down year. He was, you know, that, and now he just consistently puts up these gigantic numbers. I think it's going to be, like, the same thing.
1: That's a better comparison. Yeah, that's a better comparison, right? Because Harper had the MVP season.
0: Yeah,
1: then it was like, oh, what is he? And then he just turned it on. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Vlad's an ultra. Vlad's an ultra talented player. Um, he's not. I mean, he's still having a really good season. He's got an 830 OPS. Yeah, he's I he's an all star level player. He probably shouldn't be starting in the game, but he's an all star level
0: player. Him and Bichette are like just having eh, years and it's it
1: reflects in the standings did bichette get in or no no nah. okay good because he was you know up for the final vote and, and I mean, know right good because even turn uh excuse me tim anderson should not be starting this game nah, it, should it should be, be xander please yeah no IKF. oh yeah ikf um got, oh first time oh there.
0: oh my god you i've been working it at,
1: the whole way I've been working out in them too. And yesterday I was on the elliptical and I, no kept, I it fell out. It okay. I fell out and I'd like get up and go get it. It was yeah. a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Anyway, any snubs? We kind of talked about the snubs. Ty France, definitely an all-star snub. You know who's a big snub? No. Zach Wheeler.
0: You, let me see. Look at his numbers. He's having like a better year than he had last year. I was shocked.
1: Zach. Zachary, two four six ERA, ninety five innings pitched, one sixty five ERA plus. Yeah, this this how many should strikeouts? One hundred and four. Yeah, he should probably be a all star, most likely. I guess
0: yeah. the NL is that stacked with pitching. But Luis Castillo shouldn't be in. I think Drury should have probably been the representative for them, and then you know let Zach Wheeler in.
1: What about Rod- Rodon finally got in?
0: Yeah, thank God.
1: He, I, was, I think he was. Was he more deserving than Wheeler?
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah,
1: He's Rodon's having a
0: fantastic season. Did you see Rodon's dude. wife like going off on Twitter.
1: Yeah, she flipped out on Twitter.
0: She was talking about war and all this stuff. I was like, "Damn, I gotta find me she a said, woman like this."
1: She said, "Guy has or dude has the highest uh war in the NL or something like that." Yeah. WTF? That's what she said. If you don't know what that means, it stands for what the f.
0: Mm, what does the f stand for
1: i can't i'm not gonna say it it's inappropriate oh okay no i won't i won't curse that's okay is now you know everybody tries to you know they want to make things better they want to improve things is there anything you'd improve to the uh all-star game festivities you know the little little, uh break we have here I, i mean none you know nothing's perfect i'm sure there could be little
0: tweaks here and there but i think the mlb compared to all the other sports has it down the best I don't, maybe you could make the all-star game a little different, you know, the significance, get guys to, you know, they've tried different things though, you know, to get guys to play a little harder or whatever, but I think the home run derby is the the greatest all-star weekend festivity of all the big four sports agreed especially you look at the nba nobody cares about the dunk contest anymore it used to be a gigantic thing people honestly at this point probably watch a three point contest more than the dunk contest dunk contests well, are
1: more stars are doing the three point yeah,
0: contest exactly the, the mlb has their best players in the, in the besides Albert pools but their best players in the home run derby so biggest names i wouldn't I think it's great. I think they do a great job with the hats and the jerseys and all that stuff. I really like uh, I know you're not a big fan for some reason of these jerseys. I think they're beautiful, especially – I think the NL1.
1: jerseys – the jerseys are fine. I, I like the jerseys. My problem is I don't think – I think they should all wear their own jersey. That I is think true. That you, I like put that. a that patch. Cool. You put a patch. Even put the same hat on them. Fine. You know, the same style hat. I like – because I'm a big hat guy. So right. you want to make a hat that they have to wear, fine but put them in their regular jersey. It looks cool. It looks better. That's all. Have them wear the same because they're not on the same team, and it's cool to see, you know, a guy on the Angels and the Yankees playing on the same team for, for, for the day. I, 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 I get it, and I like the, the
0: jerseys, you know, wearing the regular jerseys, but I also understand it from a
1: money standpoint. I don't think it's a gigantic deal. It makes me mad you can still sell the jerseys you're gonna sell the hats you're gonna sell the batting practice hats you're gonna sell the home run derby hats i'm gonna sell everything i have we have unlimited money but yeah i'll buy it i'll buy everything i don't no.
0: care I- i'm
1: probably gonna buy the all-star no. game hat i actually want to buy a jersey even though it's gonna be expensive i'm not buying the jersey come on it's not no, I don't need the. Think jersey. about I need I need, I need another Mets jersey, like regular jersey, or like a throwback hot, jersey.
0: How hot would a Nestor Cortez All Star jersey be? Yeah, get actually, a Jose Trevino. I do think if I do buy an All Star jersey, I think it'll probably be Stanton, just because like he's probably my favorite player besides Judge. So
1: oh, and he's the least deserving out of all the Yankees to make the all- to start no, the All Star Definitely game. not that. Have you um, seen the AL outfielders? Who I, it was Springer, Buxton, maybe like. Oh, I would have put Buxton in. No. Stop it. Don't oh, come stupid. on. We're, we're going to compare this now before we, we wrap up here, Byron Buxton. I mean, we're to take this off the air. I could, you know, beat the shit out of you. 8.45 uh, OPS, 139 OPS plus, 23 home yeah. runs. Oh,
0: you know what? You're right, Merlo. Byron Buxton and his 295 on base percentage. Should be in the All-Star game.
1: He's 5. Idiot. 30 slugging says differently. 831. Uh, it's really close. Yeah, ratio. Yeah, it's really close. Yeah, Buckson plays a better center field, though. All right, Stanton doesn't even play center field. All right, better outfield than him. All right, that's gonna do it. I want to see Buckson. He's on the fantasy team. Come on. Oh, I almost knocked the mic over. All right, that's gonna do it for this week. Um, you got anything to say? Airpods falling. Mic's gonna drop. No,
0: I'm 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 good. Good episode. We made it to 69. Here's to the next 69.
1: Here's to the next 69 and to 70 next time. We'll talk to you then.